Hi guys, my name is Florian from Bold Creators Club and today my colleague Leo will join the podcast again. Hi Leo, how are you doing? Hey guys, I'm glad to be here again. So in today's episode, we want to talk a bit about user-generated content. We, may, we might refer to this as UGC. Uh, so Florian, tell me, uh, what is UGC and what makes it so special? User-generated content is in general pictures or videos customers of your brand are posting on social media, on Instagram, on TikTok, etc. What makes it so special is that it shows the pure identification of a customer to a brand because you would never post something you don't like or you don't find that cool that you actually want to put a picture on your social media profile. Next to the pure identification of the customer, it also has the recommendation effect because in a very small circle, which means the friends and followers of the customer, you will also influence others. Let it be your friends, let it be your colleagues, etc. because you're posting about that product. So tell me, how do I as a brand get user-generated content? Simply speaking, there is external and internal motivation to post about a brand to create user-generated content. Extrinsic has been used a couple of years ago very frequently. That means that you are giving the user a certain incentive to post about your product. For example, in mobile gaming, you often got a certain reward when you were sharing your success on Facebook or on Twitter. It can also be that a brand, a fashion brand, gives you a certain coupon when you're having an Instagram picture using a certain hashtag that is attached to the brand in some way. And the other way, which I think is much more valuable, is the intrinsic motivation. So that means the user, the customer, is such a fan of your product that he doesn't need to have an award, reward or a coupon or something like that. He just likes the product so much that he wants to post about it on social media. And that really shows the pure identification with your product. And that's why intrinsic motivated user-generated content is probably one of the best things you can do in marketing. What does a brand need to have that customers want to share their products on, on their own? First of all, the product needs to be awesome. It needs to be very, very good because otherwise customers are not happy and then they would never talk about it. In the current age of social media, it's also important that your product somehow looks beautiful because otherwise an, an ugly product nobody wants to post, right? So it needs to look very good. The second ingredient of the recipe to, to get user-generated content is the story. Many brands have incredible stories. So for example, Rolex is known for the innovation and for success. They invented the, the diving watch and many important successful people have worn their watches. Tesla on the other side is like, it has the story of progress, innovation, future, because they are standing for a new way of mobility. And there are a couple of similar other stories, but the story is the second ingredient that makes people love your brand and post about it. The third one is the ambassadors. And they are basically the ones that are communicating 
the message, the story to the outside world, to the followers, um, to the people on the street, etc. And it's very important that the ambassador has a one-to-one -one fit to the brand and to the story. If we take Rolex again, for example, they are having Roger Federer, the, one of the best tennis players of all time, who stands for success, Tiger Woods and many others who are in that league. For Tesla, I would say the biggest ambassador is actually Elon Musk, who also stands for the future, who co-invented PayPal, who um, wants to conquer the space, etc. So he also has a 100% fit to the brand Tesla. And so the product first, then the story. And um, on the third side, it's the ambassador that are very important. And all of that comes together in making the brand cool. That's what you want to do. Because people will only post about something that's cool. They will only post about a product, about a brand that is cool. And you can create that coolness or that, that brand value through these three things. Well, but I mean, not every company can design the future or invent diving watches. Um, what are the other ways to tell a story? Absolutely. If you're a brand that is relatively new on the market, it makes sense to stand for a feeling, for example. I mean, that's something many lifestyle brands have done very, very well. A brand that is doing that since years and years is, for example, Vans. I mean, they were standing for independence, for rebellion, for adventure, for everything related to skateboarding. But they have an, an audience that is more than skateboarding. It's basically everyone that is doing some kind of adventurous things probably has Vans shoes or any, any sort of Vans products. And they are like the go-to brand for that feeling, for that kind of lifestyle. If you're taking a very young brand, who has made a name in a very quick time, then we need to take a look at Daniel Wellington, or by the way, MVMT is a very similar example. Both are um, watch brands that are very affordable and that are very good looking. Daniel Wellington was founded in 2011 and three, four years later, everybody talked about them already in, in Western Europe where their key market is. And how did they do it? So. A, they had a great product and the product was good looking. But the second ingredient wasn't really there. There wasn't a big story around it. They weren't innovators or something like that. So they didn't have a real story. Their story was basically to make watches, beautiful watches, affordable. But then the third ingredient, the ambassadors, they were incredibly strong. So they made use of the upcoming influencer trend. And many, many, many people in, in Germany, in France and in the Nordics, they just wore the Daniel Wellington watches because of the influencers who promoted them. And the, the rule of thumb is, so to say, the lightweight, the more lightweight your story is, the heavier needs to be the ambassador. And in that case, that was certainly true. They were uh, working with many top tier influencers and because people think of the influencer that the influencer is cool and that the influencer is fashionable then things that he or she uses regularly also need to be cool also need to be fashionable also need to be trendy and that's what made daniel wellington 
so trendy, so successful in such a um, short amount of time. So again, um, if the story is not really there or is very light, then the influencer really needs to be heavy um, because, you know, Daniel Wellington has done a great job with that. And there are other brands who had become similarly successful also through that trick of having great ambassadors who made their product basically cool. And what about products that usually result out of a collaboration with an ambassador? Do you believe that they perform better when it comes to user-generated content? Influencer products in general will generate much more user-generated content. The, the reason for that is very simple. It's because influencers can lift up a product in terms of coolness, in terms of um, value also, value attached to a certain product because it's an emotion you're selling. It's not the, the, the product itself. And um, that's why influencer products are kind of designed for user-generated content because just, just think of it, you're the follower of a fan and then the fan releases an iced tea, for example. Then, of course, you want to try it first, but you also want to show to your friends who might be also fans of that influencer that you tasted it and that it, it looked good or that it, um, that it tasted good. So um, influencer products are predestinated to um, create user-generated content. And that's an incredibly nice side effect of working with an influencer that you're basically, if the, if the product fits to the influencer, then you're basically having the community already behind you. Plus you can leverage the influencer's image as a cool guy or a cool woman through paid media and get many more sales. Plus at the same time, get many more user-generated user content pieces. Great, great, great. Uh, if you guys are interested in this um, content about influencer product, tune in in our podcast. Is I think it's the third episode, if I'm not wrong. Yes, third episode. Perfect. Uh, we will have all the links to the influencers we mentioned in the show notes. If you are interested, have a look to our newest article on that topic on boldcreators.club/blog. That's boldcreators.club slash blog. And thank you, Florian, for joining me. Thank you all for listening. Check out our TikTok. Check out our podcast, Inside Bold Creators. And I think that's all. Thanks, guys, and see you in two weeks. <laughs>